Aalto University Podcast. Hi, my name is Maria Turnrus, and I'm the psychologist for doctoral students at Aalto University. Welcome to the best thing today. This is an audio column based on my blog, the PhD Pathfinder. If you want to read the blog posts I'm talking about today, or find the references mentioned in the audio column, or just want to read some more blog posts, visit my blog at mariatonrus.fi. The best thing today, a podcast series by Aalto University psychologists. How to help your brain survive virtual work. A recent article in Nature revealed some depressing figures about academic burnout during the pandemic. Stress and anxiety caused by remote work, research delays and childcare obligations have risen markedly during the pandemic. A staggering 70% of 1,122 polled U.S. faculty members reported feeling stressed in 2020, and that is more than double the amounts of those polled in 2019. I said it before and I'll say it again. Remote work per se is not the villain here. The repercussions to our social life because of the ongoing pandemic and the way in which we just move to virtual work without thinking how we need to modify how we work are some of the main causes of the steep decline in our well-being at the moment. Although we are lucky to be living in times of Zoom and Teams and other tools that make remote work even possible, these tools are still so new to us that our brains are having a hard time adapting. We've gotten used to working in a specific way. Although changes have always been present, fields to factory, factory to office, paper to computer, no previous change compares to the speed and force of the one we experienced in 2020. It takes a lot of effort to learn new routines, and it takes a long time for the brain to adapt to new circumstances. So it's not a surprise that we are having difficulties finding suitable ways of working and feeling exhausted after the workday. All hope is not lost, though, even if it feels like you've tried everything during this year of remote work. There are things you can do to combat the toll virtual meetings and remote work is taking on your body and mind. Understanding why you are feeling the way you are and why you are struggling might help you to cope better with the situation. Also learning and understanding that others are struggling too might bring a sense of we're in this together and we'll survive this together. So why are Zoom meetings so taxing? According to research, there are four reasons why virtual meetings make us exhausted. Firstly, excessive amounts of close-up eye contact is highly intense. In a normal meeting, you can glance around, but in a video meeting, you are constantly looking at everyone. Your brain interprets this constant closeness of other human faces as threatening. Secondly, seeing yourself during video chats constantly, in real time, is fatiguing. And I don't think that this one needs any explanation. Thirdly, 
video chats dramatically reduce our usual mobility. Movement is limited during video meetings, decreasing cognitive capabilities and increasing musculoskeletal disorders. And fourthly, the cognitive load is much higher in video chats. It's high because of less nonverbal cues. So why is remote work so exhausting then? Well, firstly, there's constant interruptions. We get bombarded from several different platforms on several different devices non-stop. It takes time and effort for our brain to refocus every time we switch our attention to something else. And secondly, poor meeting practices make work so exhausting right now. We are still not used to meeting online all the time. We haven't adapted good virtual meetings because we are not used to this. People may not feel included or they may feel disconnected from the group. Participants in a meeting may not understand the meaning of the meeting and there may be a lot of technical difficulties. People might also have meetings back to back with no break in between to even stand up and get a glass of water. Thirdly, We've adapted really bad work hygiene and poor ergonomics. We have difficulties recovering from work right now because we might not get detached enough if the home office is visible all the time and in the same space where we spend our free time. I read on Twitter that we are no longer working from home. We are living at work. And if that's not an appropriate way of describing this, I don't know what is. In addition, we move around a lot less and stare at the screen all the time, which is bad for both body and brain. And fourthly, there's a lack of spontaneous and normal social interaction. We need other people, and this need is not satisfied by staring at them through a screen. So here are some tips for you to try to combat the fatigue of virtual remote work. While you're in a meeting, try to exit full screen and minimize face size to reduce the intensity of the interaction. You could also give yourself an audio-only break where you turn off the camera. Try to move around during the meeting, but remember to switch the camera off so that you don't distract others. And then you could also hide self-view to stop looking at yourself all the time. And at work, you could try to focus on one thing at a time. Minimize interruptions, use the Pomodoro technique, or close your social media and your email for a certain amount of time. Be selfish. Learn to say no to interruptions. Then you could also try and take frequent breaks throughout the day. Remember to rest your eyes on something else than the screen. And remember to move around. You could also favor 45-minute meetings. This will allow for a 15-minute break in between meetings, if the day is packed with meetings. One advice is also to separate chit-chat from the actual agenda. You could organize platforms for strict decision-making and another platform for informal chats about pets. This is because people might not want to combine these into the same meeting, especially if efficiency is of essence. 
One really good advice is to keep one day or at least part of the day meeting free. Block out time for creative work, for planning or for routine tasks that you are unable to get done during a day of meeting a roulette. You could also try to organize your workspace so that you get detached from work during non-work time. For example, having your workspace in another room or in a totally different space than where you spend your free time. You could also organize get-togethers, both virtually and in person, for example outside, to keep up the team spirit. And my last advice is that you should respect others. Respect other people's time, respect their privacy and also respect their right to breaks. These tips are adapted from the Finnish Institute of Occupational Health and an article on Zoom fatigue. This is The Best Thing Today, a podcast series by Aalto University psychologists. You have been listening to Maria Törnroos. Please remember to listen to the other podcasts as well. The Best Thing Today is also recorded in Finnish under the name Paras Hetki Päivässä. All the University Podcasts.